1: Thank you for joining us. As believers in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, it is vital that we possess the mind of Christ. How do we do that? By consistently studying and applying God's word daily. We are compelled to let the mind of Christ be in us and assures us that as the children of God, we can have the mind of Christ. The question is, do we exercise this God-given gift daily? No matter what is going on around us, we should not fear but trust God because he is with us from our beginning to our end. There is no wiggle room here. Either we trust God or we don't. We must know that no matter what we see or hear, we can have the mind of Christ. Have Bible pen and paper handy and listen closely as Pastor Rander teaches us today.
2: Listen. If it was only one person sitting here listening to me preach, I'd be preaching this message the same way because that one person counts before the Lord. I don't have to have a crowd to preach. Matter When the virus came, wasn't it, none of y'all was in this place, but my wife and a little praise team and some uh, media folk. It was strange preaching. No amen, no, no, no baby crying, you know. It was strange, but I I preached, my, I preached up a sweat. You know why? Because I was compelled. The call of God is upon my life. It's like fire shed up in my bone. I have just as much fire for God as when he first called me to preach. I've been working for Jesus a long time and I ain't tired yet. Don't you dare quit on God. You're almost out of here that tornado could have come here yesterday God blesses believers who give him their best effort with burning zeal and passion it is amazing how many saints will give their best to their supervisors and those in authority over them on the job and then come to the Lord's house and do little to nothing the Bible says whatever you do do it from the heart as something done for the Lord say for the Lord Lord. it's not for Pastor Draper it's not for some influential person in the church that you know and respect it's for the Lord and not people people can't reward you the Lord will not bless half-hearted uncommitted Saints now that was a big statement write it down you 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 don't want to be convicted if you write it down you will get convicted I dare you to write it down the Lord The Lord will not bless half-hearted, uncommitted saints. If you're going to make progress in your life, it starts with the personal discipline of getting up in the morning. Some folk can't get up. They just turn around, roll around, hold that bed. Get up! There's a work for you to do. Get 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 up. Then if you're gonna make progress, be on time. Whatever meeting we're having here, be on time. Choir rehearsal? We I, we don't wait at ten o'clock when it's off time for church to start. I don't say, well, uh I'm not I'm scared to call a name because that might be you, but uh, <laughs> but I'm not talking about you. So I'm I'm scared to call a name because it may be somebody with that name. You say, well, he's talking about me. No, but 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 what I'm saying is that uh we're going to start whether you're here or not. We're not going to wait on you. I, I don't, it doesn't matter whether you're on program. Well, she's not here yet. I said, go on. Go on. Who's that important? The church can't start on time. Look how quiet it. is. <laughs> you, you're not that important. I'm not either. If, if, I, if I'm not here, start. You know, when I'm not here, you know something is really wrong. Unless I'm out of town or something unique. But I'm always here. To my knowledge, uh, all the way back into my ministry, I've I've been on time, never missed a wedding. Look how quiet y'all got. (laughs) Never missed a funeral, always on time. Whatever. Matter of fact, I'm before. I'm calculating to be before time, just in case a train comes, long delays on the road. So I gotta leave ahead of time. I can't leave behind time because w- w- what you're having is important to you. You matter to me. You count on me, and I'm gonna come through as best I can because I love you and I'm your pastor. Amen. Now. Now, don't call me and kill me. Now, all y'all say, well, I want you to come to this and that. I can't make every football game. I can't make every little league soccer game. Matter of fact, I got to say what the main thing, if I make all y'all stuff every time, you know what? Then the book will go lacking. That's why we have staff. I can't make every, I try to make as many hospital visitations. I do some, I'm doing less and less counseling. Less and less, I can't do it all. I'm getting, matter of fact, I ain't getting old. I'm old. (laughs) Now, some of y'all can be in La La Land about it, but (laughs) (laughs) I better stick to preaching and and delegate some of these things so I can last to stand before you and declare the word of God. What do you want me to do? Be raking leaves or studying to, to feed you the word of life? We need to assign people to do that. Amen? You'll kill me. So I have to, you know what? Thank you, Holy Ghost. Y'all listening? There's a certain thing called stewardship of energy. You need to write that down. Stewardship of energy. Do you realize God only gives you a certain amount of energy? He doesn't give you supernatural energy like he did with Elijah just running past that chariot, if you know what I'm talking about in the Bible. You, y'all think you got just supernatural energy. No, you only can spend so much energy, and when it's spent, that's it. That's how you have heart attacks and strokes and everything else. You're going beyond your capacity. Oh, God. I didn't mean to say all that, but he meant for me to say it, so I'll say it. Stewardship of energy. I can only be so many places. I have to select. I have to be wise. I have to pray. When I can, I can. When I can't, I can't. Please don't get mad when I can't be all things to all people. I'm human. I'm not omnipresent. Look how quiet y'all got. Well, here. Won't y'all say amen? A big amen. It's to me. You know how many folk got there I'm preaching to? That's a whole lot of y'all. And it's just one old me. <laughs> so, let me get back where I was so I can find my spot. <laughs> you know, I said half-hearted, uncommitted saints. And if you're going to make progress in your life, it's you start with personal discipline, getting up, being on time, working hard. If you're going to usher, be on time. You, 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 you're in the bookstore, be where you belong. You're in the nursery, be where you belong. You're going to sign up for vacation Bible school, sign up and be there. Making progress is keeping your commitments. If you can't keep it, be honest and say something came up beyond your control and don't tell the person the day before. Uh, if you if progress, making progress is completing the task given you. Completing the task given you. If you're going to make progress, you got to have a great attitude. Some of you serve in the church, but you look so bad in your face. I mean, don't serve. You scared folk. You got to have a good attitude. Nothing like an old grumpy usher. I mean. It, it, Scare the folk out of here. Uh, you, you have to be self-motivated. Do you realize I cannot put motivation in you? You have to ask the Lord for that, yes, and you have to ask God to give you motivation and give you passion for what you're doing. Submitting to authority must be an essential if you're going to make progress. Some folk don't like them te- like anybody telling. Them anything they, because they really want to be there and they really want to think they're important, they're the powerful people. Submitting to authority and whatever you do for the Lord, doing it with excellence and quality. Say, excellence and quality. Excellent. If you're working with children, do it with excellence and quality. You're ministering to youth ministry, excellence and quality. The video ministry, audio ministry, music ministry, praise team whatever you do, doing, finance minister, whatever it is, excellence and quality, be mindful. Pleasing the Lord should be your divine motivation for whatever you do. Amen. Pleasing the Lord should be your driving motivation for whatever you do. We're almost done. If you allow yourself, listen, how do you uh, make progress? If you allow yourself to get stuck in a rut, you cannot make spiritual progress. If you allow yourself to get stuck in a rut, you cannot make spiritual progress. This means you must cry out to God for personal revival. Yeah. Psalms 85.6 says, Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? Some people are in a rut and do not even know it. A sign of being in a spiritual rut is an absence of joy. You know you're in a rut When you are dismissive of the things of God, you just dismiss it. Oh, I don't have to be there. They got it. Somebody show up. It's covered. Yeah, but you're not there. Uh, You know you're in a rut when you lack reverence for God. You know you're in a rut when you possess a negative spirit. When you lack servanthood. You know you're in a rut when you're going through a form of worship. Going through a form of worship without substance. In other words, there is no fruit bearing in your life. And you are not convicted by your high absenteeism from church. Well, I'll be there next Sunday. Well, they won't miss me. It's a lot of folk there. High absenteeism. When is the last time you came to church for four consecutive Sundays on time last year? This year? Beloved, if this is you, you need to be like the psalmist in Psalms 85.6 who said, will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? We need revival in the church today. To revive means to quicken. To revive means to quicken. To revive means to restore. To revive means to rekindle the spiritual flame that that has become dull. To be revived is to be spiritually refreshed. To be revived is to be reawakened, reawakened, spiritually reawakened in your spiritual life and mind, which will pull you out of the spiritual rut so that you can make spiritual progress. If you allow yourself to get stuck in a spiritual rut, you cannot make spiritual progress. Then a sure sign that you are making spiritual progress is when the Lord elevates you without you having to promote yourself before others. A sure sign that you are making spiritual progress is when the Lord elevates you without you having to promote yourself before others. Self-praise and promotion will damage your Christian testimony and steal the glory of God. Proverbs 27.2 says, let another praise you and not your own mouth. That's, don't tell me you don't understand the scripture. How many, of you, how many of you understood that? So Don't tell me you don't understand the Bible. You understood that. Let another praise you. Stop talking about yourself. We're not all that. We not, You're not all that, and I'm not either. L- let another praise you and not your own mouth, a stranger, and not your own lips. Uh, self-praise is a sign that you are in regression. Listen, next, to make spiritual progress means that you must be determined to keep moving forward. To keep moving forward. Proverbs 3, 14 says, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Jesus Christ, is calling us. Beloved, you cannot be effective for Christ while trying to look through the rearview mirror of your life. Therefore, repent of your past sins and failures, refuse to be diverted by the distractions of this world system, and be determined to keep moving forward into your God-given destiny. Stop looking back at what you could have, would have, should have, and say, hey, I can't do nothing about that, but realize where I am and start making kingdom steps toward God this very moment. Next, uh, to make spiritual progress, you must practice the spiritual principles that you learn from Scripture. To make spiritual progress, you must practice the spiritual principles that you learn from Scripture. Scripture. Uh, Philippians four nine says, "What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice and practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you." Spiritual maturity and growth comes as a result of putting into practice what you have learned, received, and heard. You want to grow, you want to make s- spiritual progress. Then realize that spiritual maturity and growth comes as a result of putting into practice what you have learned received and heard as you're doing now number eight and final point is this we encourage our minds when we live in anticipation of going to our heavenly home we encourage our minds when we live in anticipation of our going to our heavenly home the gospel of John chapter 14 verse 1 through 3 says do not let your heart be troubled Believe in God, believe also in me, in my father's house, are many rooms. If that were not so, I would have told you. Because I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there ye may be also. What should be a tremendous source of encouragement, comfort, and hope for believers? in the midst of trials, uncertainty, confusion, a degenerate world is to know that we are not home yet. The tornado let us know we're not home yet. Uh, The the political landscapes let us know that we're not home yet. The crime, the the shootings, uh, the drugs, uh, the border, whatever it is, it, it all serves notice that we're not home yet. We're not in heaven, we're headed to heaven. However, we are getting ever so close to our heavenly home, we should excite every believer who are waiting for the soon imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ. How many of you are prepared for Jesus to come and get you? Raise my hand. See, are you, you're, not, you're not prepared? Okay. You scared you don't know? You're unsure? Are you saved? Okay. Are you, are, are you lack the assurance? Listen, you got to live in anticipation, and you can't live in particip- uh, uh, anticipation unless you know without a doubt that you're saved without a doubt. And if you're saved, you have to live in assurance of your salvation so that Jesus can come for you, or you may go to Jesus before he comes for you that's right that's right the scripture says and if I go and prepare a place for you I will come again where is Jesus now He's in heaven I will come again he says again why does he say again because he's been here before yeah. hadn't he been here before yeah. why do we celebrate Christmas because that's That's the incarnation, the birth of Christ. Again, you know, I came once, but I'm coming what? Again. How do you believe he's coming back again? That's our name. Maranatha. Maranatha, Maranatha, Maranatha. Even so, come Lord Jesus. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am there you may be also. Right now, Jesus is preparing a place for his children, the bride of Christ, that's us y'all. Now we may die and go straight to heaven that way. Or in a moment he could come and the dead in Christ rise and we who are here are caught up in the air and go that way to our heavenly home either way is fine with me as long as I'm with Jesus do I have a witness out there whether I die I'm in Christ and I go to heaven or if he comes then i whoop gone 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 you can stay here if you want I'm gone and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And all God's children said, Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you for-, for this message. It was a lot said. Father, we have a lot of work to do on ourselves we don't have time to be looking at other folk judging other folk scrutinizing other people analyzing people when we have so many issues we need to deal with in our own lives in the name of Jesus we pray that you help us to cultivate the mind of Christ to think like you to receive your word to allow your word to rule and reign and guide and govern our lives father you don't want us to continuously living in depression imbalance insecurity stress fear Anxiety, worry, all of which is weight on the mind. Father, I pray that you break the yoke. Break up the stuff that's disturbing our minds, oppressing our minds, weighing down our minds. Father, there's too much work you have for us to do for us to be in spiritual disorder, realign our lives on the, the authoritative word of God. Break the spirit of suicidal tendencies, break the spirit of besetting sins, break the spirit of evil thoughts. Break the spirit of pride that's so destructive to the mind. Oh, God, help us to examine ourselves and sift out those things that are disturbing our peace of mind, the rest in our thinking. In Jesus' name, and all God's children said, God spoke to you, what are you going to do with the word of God? You say next Sunday, how do you know you have a tomorrow on earth? Death can come so swiftly. Whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Your presence today is no accident. Do you not know that? before the world was even established, God knew that you'd be here hearing this message. Now you got to say, well, now that I heard it, what am I going to do with it? I'll tell you what you ought to do with it. You need to humble yourself and submit to it and say, I'm going to activate the word of my life and I'm going to make steps toward Jesus today so that he can inhabit my soul, save me, transform me, Revive me, renew me, make me, break me, mold me. I'm tired of myself. And God will give you a new, clean slate by the blood of Jesus Christ. His blood cleanses from all sins. And if you know not to Savior, believe that Jesus came as God lived, died on the cross, bled, died, buried, raised again, and ask this Jesus to come in your heart. You say, well, I know that, but you don't have a church home. Stop making excuses. You need a well-balanced Bible teaching church where you can grow into God's likeness, your family, your husband, your wife, your children, your grandchildren. There's more for you to do. The best way to make peace with God is to surrender to the Lordship of Jesus Christ.
1: There is an old gospel song that says, Be not dismayed, whatever be God will take care of you. Beneath his wings of love abide, through every day or all the way, God will take care of you. Therefore, we have no need to fear. Even through trials, tribulations, and the troubles of this world, we must exercise the priority of possessing the mind of Christ. Believers of the Lord Jesus Christ, be of good cheer, for he has overcome the world. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching by Pastor Rander, or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210 821-5683. 821 If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Join us on Sunday, July 23rd and Sunday, July 30th for Youth Emphasis Day Parts 1 and 2, respectively. Receive blessings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, on these special occasions as you witness Maranatha's youth lead and conduct worship services, beginning with Sunday school at 9 a.m., followed by our worship celebration at 10 a.m. Witness God's anointing upon today's youth who are maturing and preparing through the indwelling Holy Spirit to lead the church of tomorrow.